Hello, welcome to R&D Football Talk. I'm Drew. And I'm Richard. And The Chiefs are still Super Bowl champions, right? Yeah, I pinched myself a lot. And I was at the picnic, I mean parade the other day, and it's still there was three trophies sitting up there. So, yeah, it's real. It happened. <laughs> Notwithstanding what the national media wants to say, but we're not going to talk about that. But it did happen. I couldn't be happier. Uh it does sound like the the team was playing with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people shook the hornet's nest a little bit. And, yeah. uh, I think that motivated the team, and I think their motivation keep, kept growing. Uh, several of the offensive linemen, even yesterday, <laughs> did you see, okay, was it Orlando Brown shirt? It said zero sacks. I think that was, oh, uh, that was that Trey Smith's shirt. Yeah, it was Trey Smith's shirt. Yeah, but Orlando Brown. It looked like a big, at first I thought it was a big Oakley uh, yeah. uh, logo, and then it said underneath sacks. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Orlando yeah. Brown's shirt was, I can't remember exactly how it was, but it referred to not having any sacks with a and, expletive in there. And, and, and that's something to be proud of. You went up against a, a vaunted, uh, defense, and you protected your quarterback. Uh, a hobbled, less mobile quarterback than normal. Yeah, and uh, I think the, uh, they did an admirable job. I, I want to ex- point out Andrew Wiley in specifically because I heard about how Hassan Reddick was going to eat his lunch uh, All I Chiefs saw went, was oh, the, go ahead. the Chiefs were gonna, you know, get sacked. I read somewhere somebody predicted that the Eagles would have seven sacks. And, uh, Redick, seven sacks of what? I don't know. They better be going to White Castle or something. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> seven sacks, and Reddick was gonna be MVP with uh, three sacks and a scoop and score touchdown. Well, there was a scoop and score touchdown, but it wasn't Hassan Reddick. It wasn't Hassan Reddick. He didn't get close enough to Patrick Mahomes. Now, I counted at least two pancakes on on Reddick. Was there Cairo syrup with that? or It was probably Cairo all over it. <laughs> and well, what's the red one? If, is there a syrup with a red 77 on it? Because that's the one it was. Oh. <laughs> Because that was all over him. <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, uh, excuse me, Wiley was just. They, they had a, they had an outstanding game plan. I, I, I think they did a, pretty much what they did to Bosa, the chipping and, and well, the tossing screens. And, they didn't chip and, as much. And had an effective running game to slow him down. But in the end, when it came mano a mano, more often than not, Wiley won. Yeah. I think we threw a, a couple of screen passes early to Reddick's side. Getting his head. Getting his head. Because they didn't really go back to the screen pass Til, no, the rest of the game. Uh, they did a lot of uh, quick throws. Uh, but And for the most part, when they ran, they ran behind Brown. They ran away from Reddick. Yeah. But he was not still not a factor because right. he... Get there, right? Now, now I got to look. I got to find something now. 
Because I'm thinking. I mean, that was a, it was a, as we discussed the other day. It was a total team win. Everybody, there was very few letdowns. Everybody stepped up uh, from special teams, uh, uh, coverage, and blocking. And yeah, I mentioned that Sunday, so I won't say it again. Um, the 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 defensive backs they had they had a had a couple of um, um, screw ups for 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 lack of a better word. Other than that, Goddard if Goddard doesn't make some all world plays, they they don't score thirty four thirty five points. Um, Hertz made you know made that defensive uh, I think it was a defensive back chasing him. And just kind of just throws it over his shoulder, and Goddard reaches behind the linebacker's head and grabs the ball because the linebacker was there. He just didn't see the ball. They 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 had to make plays like that to stay in the game. Yes, they made a bunch of plays. Yeah, they they. I'm not gonna take anything away from the Eagles. They played a great game. They made a ton of plays, uh, and they only made a few mistakes. But the Chiefs made fewer. The Chiefs made few. Fewer, and uh, there were some. As far as individuals go, outside of uh, Jalen Hurts, no one played outstanding for them. Yeah, they didn't have a Nick Bolton on their side sideline the to sideline. Yeah, blowing up plays well, all over the place. Yeah, they didn't have that. They guy. didn't have that. They didn't. They didn't have any secondary coming up big. No. And the defensive line, back, defensive line was virtually well, neutralized. Their linebacker, their linebackers were. I don't remember a linebacker making a play other than the guy twisting uh, Mahomes' ankle up. And that was what he had gained what four or five yards by then, right? Yeah, but I don't. Mean, they didn't make any plays of what you would call outstanding, right? Uh. A safety made a pretty good hit, but one also got trucked. Yeah, Pacheco early in the game just yeah. I don't know if it's the same one or not, but ran the guy ran at him and 20, over him twenty two whatever yeah. whatever. He well, is. that wasn't the same guy, but yeah, just yeah. I I I like that analogy. There were they they made a lot of plays, but other than Hurts, there was nobody that was an outstanding player. Correct. Whereas the Chiefs had at least three besides their quarterback. Yes, and well, their kicker was pretty outstanding. He was not. He was nails. Their place kicker, Elliot, not Lynn, but Elliot. Yeah, I mean he's a good kicker, but I don't. I I wouldn't say he did anything special. I mean, what do you right. make a forty-eight yarder or something like that? Yeah, thirty-something yarder. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It was not nothing extraordinary. No, but not even close. Well, I, I was I would say Goddard was in that area. I Goddard was good, but okay, you compare him to Travis Kelsey, but. Oh who's, well, Kelsey would you, got Kelsey. Who'd guy. you take? I'd take Kelsey in a heartbeat. Okay, so and one of the uh, I, yeah, I'm not even going to go into that. Yeah, I took Kelsey in a heartbeat, but we, uh, you know, outstanding players wearing green. 
hurts. And the next person I would think of would be Goddard. Because their running backs were neutralized. Huh. They got they had a couple of a couple of runs, but nothing nothing back breaking. Uh Hassan Reddick, one tackle. No assist. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Uh, well, I was slipping. Yeah. Nobody, the, the field didn't affect anybody else. But Bolton you. was slipping too, but he was slipping into people's faces with his forearm too. The the field being bad. Both teams had to play in it. Yes, it, it, you can't. I don't use that as an excuse. And it was the field was bad, but it was bad for everybody who stepped on the field. It was bad for Hurts, and he still threw for three hundred seventy some odd yards. Or whatever he ran through for. I, don't, I think he threw for 304 and then rushed for 70 okay. or something. But you get my point. Mm-hmm. The field was bad for him. It wasn't like somebody was running around with good turf to put under his feet as he ran along. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know. Anything else about the game that stood out to you? Yeah, just it was just a team. It was a, it was an outstanding team win. A disciplined for the Chiefs. It was a disciplined, few mistakes uh, effort, and it paid off. They 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 made fewer mistakes. They had fewer penalties. Their their game plan was crisp. Their play, game plan was executed, and and when they had to, guys stood up. And, it, and you know, so you ended up with a three-point difference, and Chiefs on top. Hats off, hats off to both teams. It was for for somebody. If if it was if I was somebody that didn't have a dog in the fight, it was a great it was great entertainment. It was a great football game. I was just I'm biased. I wanted the Chiefs to win, so I'm still pleased. I would have been not happy if they had lost, but it's still a fantastic game. Um, that 54 to 50, 51. Uh, Chiefs Rams game a few years ago, uh, outstanding high scoring game. Chiefs just lost, but a good game. I agree, it was a good yeah. game. Uh, what do you see for the Chiefs' future? Um, as long as they keep Veach and or allow Veach to do what Veach does, and and Andy Reid allow him to do what he does. And I want to say the, the the assistant coaching staff and, and keep everything in place and and replace players as you see necessary. That's where Veach and Handy Reed come in, and the coaching staff. Hey, sky's the limit. I mean, I some one of the guys walking back from the from the pa- uh, the parade was saying, you know, five, six, seven championships. I'm like, you know, let's let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. Let's take it one year. Let's enjoy this one and see what we can do next year, year after that. But the ceiling's high. The well, ceiling's high. I think the ceiling is very high because the fact that this team is so young. Exactly. What was it? Eleven rookies. Uh, and out of twenty twenty draft picks, twenty twenty four draft 20 picks, draft picks, twenty of them, twenty of them are still on the team. Yes. That's that's Veach. That's Veach's scouting team doing the work. Yeah. And the coaching staff coaching them up once they get them here. Uh. So, yeah. yeah, it's hard to say exactly what 
direction they should go personnel-wise. <laughs> because they have been so successful drafting players and finding scrap heap players. You, you got Kadarius Tony for, what, a sixth-round draft pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A former number, what was it, number two or number one pick? Tony. He's a first-round pick. I think he was number five or something. Yeah. Five or six so, in the draft. The, the Chiefs benefited from a, a team that was in turmoil and couldn't couldn't deal with the assets they had. And the Chiefs like, well, if you don't want it, we'll take them. <laughs> yes. And, and next thing you know, he's backing into the Super Bowl, backing into the end zone with a Super Bowl ring. So open that I could have hit him with a pass and he scored. So he was the 20th overall pick from the Giants. But it was just <laughs> in 2021. So you got a twenty-four-year-old receiver. Yeah. For. Uh, I did. It was it a conditional pick and a six or. It doesn't tell me. It didn't tell me what. Uh, just tells me what day he was drafted to trade in. <laughs> but I want to say it was a sixth-round pick. Where where they find Sanders? Where they find Wharton? Where they find, you know. Um, the Watsons and the Williams. Well, even I mean, a seventh round draft pick starting and having significant effect uh, impact on a, on a Super Bowl game, positive effect. Jack Cochran. You're like, who's that? Yeah. Uh, free agent out of South Dakota. Yeah. That's a that's a testament to an organization that knows what they're looking yeah. for. Yeah, you got well, and you have to be willing to go and turn those rocks over. To find those people. Yeah. Because if you're just looking, oh, I'm just going to look at... What Mel Kuyper says. Or, or I'm just going to go to the SEC and pick players from there. Because they all, they always play hype. Maybe yeah. that guy from South Dakota who nobody else has seen play because they're never going to be on television. Right. Maybe I should send a guy up there and just catch a game on a Saturday. Hey, I hear this guy, Uramar, is kicking. Maybe we should send a guy down there on the weekend and check out a game. Yeah. As opposed to having your guy sitting watching Pac-12 football. At, or watching somebody else's hype machine. Yeah. Because everybody who plays, who has played some, can put together a highlight video. The Texans can put together a highlight video. The sure? two thousand, the the two, the, the two and twelve Chiefs could put together a highlight reel, reel, reel. I'm sure they score touchdowns every now and then. <laughs> sure, every now and then somebody made Once a tackle. In a while. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so. If they think that they can find these gems, these unknown gems, or even the known ones in the draft, uh, that might change how they look at re-signing people. I I I think in order to have a successful or any successful organization has a good mix of experience and youth, and I I. I 
as much as exciting as filling the team with rookies sounds, I, I think you need some veterans around. Well, uh, but you, but again, I have to defer to Andy Reid and and Bienemy and the coaching staff and Veach to identify who those people are going to be. Okay, Orlando Brown is twenty six right now. It depends on how much he asked for. Okay, we're gonna get into this conversation a little bit again because yeah, this is the ongoing saga. This is this is the saga. Do I want to be rings? Do I want rings on my fingers or money in my pocket? Tyreek, give him a call. I mean, they're gonna get you're gonna get paid because for people like you and me, we're, we're talking about numbers we can't even imagine. Yeah, I couldn't count that high. Does in a week? Yeah. If I say, "Hey, Orlando Brown." The top left tackle in the league is making $20 million a year. But he will never sniff a ring because he's, his, he's occupying so much of their salary cap, they, they can't pay anybody else. Yeah. So we'll pay you $15. we will give you five years for at $15 million and yeah. a $20 million signing bonus. Whatever. Yeah. Now, is that enough? In my opinion, from the way I see it, I'm going to have to say, well, I can still be in Kansas City for the next five years. I'm going to play with Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey's going to be around for a few more years. Andy Reid's still coaching the team. I could could conceivably win three more Super Bowls. Call Willie Rove, see what he says. Willie Rove came to Kansas City. He had money. He'd already made money in, in New Orleans. He came to Kansas City to get a ring. And as soon as he saw it was obvious the Chiefs weren't trying to get a ring, he, he bolted. Well, maybe Orlando Brown should call that guy. Yeah, but it depends on what what do you want? What do you want? What do you want out of your career? Yeah. Um, now, okay, I'll, I'll say and, this. And, and then you the people that are in your ear, what are they saying? What, what, what do they want? First of all, stop listening to your agents. Orlando Brown, I'm talking to you directly here. If you want to have... A legacy, like a Hall of Fame legacy, take less money, sign a long, long-term deal with the Chiefs, and you'll start get, racking up numbers. You'll yes, because people will say, "Oh, even if you play just slightly better than mediocre, this man's a five-time Super Bowl champion." Right. Think about it, because whatever they pay you is going to be. A lot more than nothing. Um, Orlando Brown in particular, but athletes, musicians across the board. Your agent works for you, not vice versa. He gives you advice. You have the decision. He or she. I'm... I'm hearing and seeing too many times where these agents are talking people into getting themselves into situations that they probably wouldn't have gotten into any other uh, otherwise, and and putting your team through turmoil and costing yourself rings and endorsements down the road for a couple of a couple of zeros on a check. Well, uh, again, the agent works for you. That's, that's my point. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Which I'm really proud of. Uh, oh God, what's the kid's name? 
Lamar Jackson representing himself. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but nobody's going to look out for his best interests more than he is. Right. And you got these agents who want 10 or 15% of what you're making. Yeah, and and they want 10 or 15% and all they're representing themselves. They 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 will say they're representing you, but they're more after their legacy and their reputation than taking care of what you want. So, you know, we'll probably get some nasty grams from some some uh lawyers, but hey, I ain't got no money anyway, so. Well, what's the guy's name? Burroughs or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think it's not it's something like that. Barrios or whatever. Yeah. The man is worth hundreds of millions of dollars made off the backs of other people. Right. He hasn't caught a single pass. Hasn't dribbled, hasn't blocked. Probably couldn't <laughs> recognize a curveball yeah. when it came out of pitcher's yeah. arm. Hasn't shot a puck. Right. <laughs> but he's and making money. Two a days. Ha! He's never, he don't know what a two a day is. Yeah. And also, I think if you look at some of the. Players he's represented. I'm talking to you. Uh, oh God, what was his name? The Scott Burroughs. That's the guy. That's the agent. Okay. Who's the uh, first he, baseman for the Royals when they won the Super? Uh, oh, Hosmer. Yeah. Yeah. How'd Hosmer's, that work out for you, buddy? Yeah, Hosmer's uh, career went into the toilet, chasing money. Hosmer could have stayed in Kansas City and, and never bought a drink the rest of his life and made millions of dollars a year. Yeah. It's like, do you want to be a legend or do you want to... Make money. Make money. And you could make money being a legend, so... Okay, I'll, we're, we're going to get off of yeah, that. Yeah, before, we, before they send Hitman after us. Because we didn't beat, we didn't beat that up bad. Uh, so, we just got to see where the... Uh, where Brett Veach wants to spend the money. Yeah, and again, it, and, and for my money, in my eye, I have to defer to Veach. Uh, he's he's been he's been he, he's been making the right pulling the right levers levers and making the right calls. And nothing tells me he's going to stop doing that. So, ride the horse. Yeah, um, let's look at their free agents real quick. How are we doing on time here, everybody? Oh, we got, we got a few more minutes. We'll look at the... Uh... Well, while, we're, while you're doing that, I'm, I'm going to digress to the some of the whining going on. Read a story, and I don't know, you know, whatever. One of the Eagles fans, I don't know if it was one of the Eagles players, significant others or whatever, was upset that the Chiefs were celebrating after the Super Bowl. Okay, ma'am. There's two directions I'm going with this. One, ma'am, the team won the Super Bowl. If your man had won the Super Bowl, he'd be dead come sure out there celebrating. Don't be mad. That's part of the game. You win, you celebrate. You lose, uh, whatever. Secondly, who put a mic on her face right after the game was over when she's at, a, at an all-time emotional low? 
Bad move. Media, let's stop doing that. Let's let's stop. Yeah, you want to get the emotional swing, but do it from across the field with, with a telephoto lens. You'll have to be up in somebody's face that just lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. I... Or a World Series, or an NBA championship, or tiddly wings. The person that lost in that in that instant where they know they've lost is not going to be your best interview. Well, not only even yesterday watching the parade coverage, I don't even know who the guy was working for forty one, but he's standing there and he's asking Chiefs players, "What do you think about the Bengals?" Who cares? Why are you asking a stupid question like that? This is about celebrating a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. How does it feel to be champion? How does it feel to be the best at what you do? Yeah. How are you feeling right now after yeah after winning the Super Bowl? Euphoric? Yeah. Humble? Even yeah. embarrassed? Yeah. yeah Relieved? So, yeah. Has it has it set in that <clears> you're world champion? Yeah. You know that you've worked all year to get to, and you have the ultimate prize in your hand now. Yeah. As, ask as, questions like that. Don't ask about the other team because he doesn't care. And nobody else who's listening to whatever, however he's going to answer all, and, cares about that. And whatever you say, he's going to run back to whoever it was you asked about and say, well, he said this about you. And try to get some kind of stupid beef going. Yeah. Um, you're at a position that everybody, anybody that's ever put a helmet on dreams of. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes, sir. I'll just need a yes or no answer as I read them off. <laughs> you know I don't do that. Uh, Sign or re-sign, Orlando Brown. For most of the, for, for now that I know where you're going, it's going to be depends. It depends on what sign he wants. or re-sign. Make an offer, yes. Juju Smith-Schuster, yes. Make an offer. Carlos Dunlop, yes. Make an offer. I'm going to say no to that when he's 34 already. Okay. Derek Nighy, make an offer. Andrew Wiley. Make an offer. Uh, Ronald Jones. Nah. Michael Burton. You need a fullback. Make an offer. I'm going to say no. 32. Making over a million dollars. Go to college and find one. I shrugged my shoulders, by the way. Blake Bell. Make an offer. Yes. No. You say no? No. Jarek McKinnon. (laughs) I almost said, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Why would you not sign him? I'm just asking questions. I would sign him. McCole Hardman. No. I would hope that McCole Hardman, if he's got to have surgery, just retires. Because uh, he's only 25. I know, but this whatever it is sounds pretty bad. Uh, Juan Thornhill. Yes. Uh, Justin Watson. He's a free agent? Yes. Colin Saunders. Definitely, yes. Uh, Nick Algretti. Mm. Make him an offer, yes. I say sign him. Tommy Townsend. Yes. Tashawn Wharton. Yes. Jody Fortson. Yes. 
Shane Bouchel. I'm having problems figuring remember anything he did, so uh, I'll have that. That'll be a no. I'm going to say yes to him, and I'll give you my reason here because. Oh, that's a quarterback. Yes, he's been around knows the offense, and and Henny Henny left. Yeah, retired. Okay, I changed my answer. My racer's running. Okay, that was that. Was that, that, was that uh... um, in other words, run it back, we ain't done yet. And I might just get me a T-shirt somewhere that says, we ain't done yet, with some Chiefs logo on it. Is it. Would I get in trouble for doing that? I don't know. Okay, the Chiefs apparently have $11 million of free cap space. That's with the that's with the increase in the cap or with the increase in the cap. They're right about league average about who's got. Uh, well, when I when I said make an offer, some of those guys might have to take a discount to stay on the team. Yeah, but I still make them an offer. Well, we've only got a hundred thousand dollars of dead cap space, which I find that sounds like a. A lot of money to me. It does, but you, <laughs> if you looked at this list, they're the lowest on the list. Are they? Well, that's that's another attestment. Eagles have twenty-seven million dollars in dead cap space. I, you know, the the, the Eagles might have been trying to do what the Rams did last year, and that's mortgage the future to get a get a get a trophy, and it didn't work. So we're going to find out how good their front office is right. to try to hold. The team, the guys that they want to keep. The Raiders have almost $30 million in dead cap space. Surprise, 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 surprise. Uh, That's their dead cap hit. Where are Let me see. But they got $47 million in free space. Well, does that count Carr, which who got officially cut yesterday? Well, he counts against their dead cap. Uh, so if they bring in Rodgers, will he soak that all up? If he didn't renegotiate the contract, yes. It's... <laughs> Here are the teams that have money to spend. Now, we'll, go, we'll go through this real quick since I'm looking at it. The Bears have $98 million in free cap space. The Falcons have $57 million. The Raiders with forty-seven million. The Giants have forty-four million. Interesting, but they haven't paid it. But they haven't paid. Their, they still got to pay Barkley. Yeah, and their quarterback and Daniel Jones. Are, I don't know. If or, I, I'd definitely pay Barkley, but I'm not sure I'd pay pay Daniel Jones. Then what do you do? If I you don't, don't know, if you don't pay him. You gotta go out and find. You have to draft a rookie, or get somebody else, or get somebody else. And, it, and that if, market seems to be drying up real quick, right? And if you're gonna say you go sign Jimmy Garoppolo, well, I, I how much? Is, how much is Jimmy Garoppolo well, gonna cost you? As much as 30, jo- 35 million? As Jones, as much as Jones is gonna cost you? Exactly. So, yeah. so yeah, you're making my brain smoke with all these all these uh, numbers. Good Let's good. talk about knocking people's blocks off again. Oh, a little number stuff's good for you. Uh, 
Here's somebody who, they're screwed. I went to the bottom of the list. Tampa Bay is $55 million over their cap. Even without Brady? Yeah. As they stand right now. In other words, they're heavily mortgaged. Yeah, they got to get rid of a whole bunch They've of people. they got to jettison some people. So. And smart teams that have cap space will be waiting. Okay, we'll get into this next week, or in future, in future weeks anyway, about... Uh, Tune in as the NFL turns. How are some of these teams going to do what they need to do? Because uh, you know, I'm looking at the Bears. If the Bears wanted to spend money and go out and sign three or four big-time free agents, they have the money to do it. Yeah, but even with the money, you you know, just because you got a lot of money doesn't mean you spend it correctly. That doesn't, but it gives you an option. Yeah. And they also have the option of having the number one draft pick, and maybe they could trade, parlay that into three or four first or second round picks. Yeah. And reload via draft. Yeah. So they got options. Just how smart is their general manager? Exactly. Okay. Well, my uh, co-host is getting tired over here. I think too much uh, parade time yesterday. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't sleep much yesterday, but that's okay. I'm good. No, right. we're gonna get out of here. We've been we've been bumping our gums for a little bit. Well, stay tuned because our next show we're gonna try to do a comparison between this team, this iteration of the Chiefs. Um. And other Super Bowl winning Chiefs teams. And we may even rank. Let's let's. Can we also rank the uh, this Super Bowl team to the fifty six others from other teams? The fifty six other Super Bowl teams. Ooh, that's more work. Yeah, that's cool. I'm making him think again. Yeah, <laughs> that smell you smell is smoke coming out of my ears. All right. All right, folks, if you're a Chiefs fan, enjoy the glow. You say, uh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. So it'll say, enjoy that glow from the wind. Keep that smile on your face. And we'll talk to you next week. Yes. <laughs>